Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m., with church school for all ages at 9 a.m. Please also connect with us online at chapelofthecrossms.org. I hope this sermon enriches your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. St. Paul wrote to the churches in Galatia, and for fun, let's hear it again, but not from the translation Becky just read, the new revised standard version, the version we read most every Sunday but instead from the message, a paraphrase from the original languages written by the late Presbyterian minister Eugene Peterson. St. Paul wrote to the churches in Galatia, Christ has set us free to live a free life. Just make sure that you do not use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do. Rather, use your freedom to serve one another in love That's how freedom grows. For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. Love others as you love yourself. That's an act of true freedom. Freedom is a complex word and concept, and it's featured prominently in this fifth chapter of Paul's letter to the Galatians. And as Americans, we hear and use the word freedom a lot. William Faulkner wrote, we must be free, not because we claim freedom, but because we practice it. Herbert Hoover said, freedom is the open window through which pours the sunlight of the human spirit and human dignity. Or, as Janis Joplin sang, freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. But as a Christian, what does it mean to be free? What does it mean to be free spiritually rather than free physically or politically? If we follow Jesus, if we follow Jesus with the devotion and depth demanded in today's gospel, in what way are we free? When Paul wrote of freedom, his primary objective was that we are free to love. We are free to love our sister and our brother as ourselves. We are free to behold the other and not see an adversary or someone to fear or someone who is different or someone who makes us uncomfortable. But beholding the stranger with that kind of love, that is difficult It isn't easy to love someone who looks different 
or acts different or votes different or believes different. But we are called to love. Besides the loss of life itself, one of the most heart-wrenching facets of the horrible violence last week at St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in Vestavia Hills, Alabama, is that when their assailant first arrived, he sat by himself. When other folks at the potluck noticed that he was alone, they went and sat with him. They tried to engage with him. They made room at their tables for him, only to be rebuffed. Those who welcomed him loved him, and that wasn't easy. But that is the kind of love Jesus calls us to share with our neighbors and our world. So if we love, we are free, free from division, free from rancor, free from bitterness. If we love, we receive the fruits of the Spirit, as Paul named them, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If we love, we are free, free to be someone who exemplifies and expresses those fruits. If we love, we are free to become the person God made us to be. And if we are free, then if we love, we are free to make the world into the place that God so desperately made it to be. That being said, freedom in Christ does not mean that we are expected to be perfect. Paul was writing to the churches in Galatia because they were having a hard time figuring out what it meant to be Christian. Some felt that only former Jews could be Christians, and others felt that Jew or Gentile could convert to Christianity, but all had to strictly follow Jewish law and others had other ideas and proposals. But Paul writes, a new creation is everything. And that new creation is rooted in love, love of God and love of neighbor. And if anyone is detected in transgression, Paul continued, if you who have received the Spirit should restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, Bear one another's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. In other words, if we are in all in this together, if we are all in this in love, then we are free from perfection, both the aspiration to and the appearance of. Mahatma Gandhi said, freedom is not worth having if it does not include the freedom to make mistakes. And finally, freedom in Christ means that we are free from death. Christ's triumph on Easter morning means that we need not see death as something to fear, but we are free to look forward to the next life, the eternal life with God. And for me, such freedom is not only the assurance of eternal life, which is a fantastic in and of itself, but wait, there's more. Freedom from death also means freedom from the small deaths in this life, the death of worry, 
the death of terror, the death of despair. While our path of life may twist and turns in, way we do, in ways we do not want or anticipate, in the end, through Christ, all will be good and well and whole. St. Julian of Norwich was an English nun who lived in the 14th and 15th centuries. Julian was an anchorite, which meant she lived in isolation in a small room attached to the outer wall of the cathedral in Norwich. And Julian lived there in isolation through multiple pandemics, religious conflicts, and civil unrest. Sounds familiar. And yet, despite all that, she believed that God is nearer to us than our own soul. And none one night, when she was having an ecstatic vision of Christ, Jesus said to her, All shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. It's easy to worry. Trust me, I do it a lot. But we are called to do the hard thing, and that is to hope. Hope that God is reaching out to us in love and charity, and that we and our fellow Christians respond with love and respect for one another. Hope that our sins are forgiven and that our mistakes are opportunities to grow. Hope that we will join God and all the saints who have gone before. And when we join that great throng, all will be well. And that hope, that hope is freedom. I pray we are blessed to be free. Amen.